Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everyone and welcome to another episode of on the turnbuckle here on my podcast house.com or whatever you're listening to us on thank you for joining us well she g'day to you very good day tony well it's actually not a very good day because Lyle's back oh no it's lovely to see you back old mate good to be back mate good to be back where are you guys been you rushed into the studio real quick oh we've hmm. been didn't you watch the wrestle rock press conference i watched Can't it believe. in the car park because well, the studio there? was still closed i didn't get an invite yeah, that's true. There was a reason for that. Oh, okay. Mm. Tell me the reason. Well, they, they heard last week's podcast and realised it was better without you. So they didn't oh. invite you. Bro's got an invite, though. Yeah, bro's got yeah. invited. Just he couldn't get there. He's very good. He's very good. Just couldn't get there. Good interview. With um, did you have a good trip to Bali with the family? I had a great trip. It was long. It was long. But uh, next yeah. time you just forget the kids. Yeah, just go on your own. I tried. Tried to forget them a couple of times while I was over there, <laughs> um, to be honest. Um, yeah, sharks, okay. sharks working their lips. No, no, you just go to a water park and let the kids run wild, you know. There's lifeguards everywhere, let everything run wild at the water park, didn't you? Maybe, <laughs> don't want to elaborate on that a little no, bit further. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I've no, I'll tell people to buy me a drink at restaurant, <laughs> involves me getting a massage. Oh, no, yeah, mm. yeah. I don't want to go into, yeah. I fell asleep while getting a massage yeah, okay. at a water park. Well, you get massages everywhere in Bali. Yeah. Probably get one in the back of the taxi if you wanted. That's a different video. That is uh, totally. This is disgusting. Who did we have last week? I had a good Diamond. family. Matt Diamond. We did. That was too. a very good interview, actually. I listened to that on the plane ride home. Uh, oh, overnight. did you really? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah. I listen when I'm not on, Tony. Unlike yeah, yourself, really? you don't even listen when you're on. No, I hate the sound of my voice. No. Yeah. You're not alone um, there. Tony, bit of a fall from grace. You were emceeing the uh, the big dance at the MCG, and now you're doing our podcast. Yeah, no, very, two very different uh, things. <laughs> What's um, the highlight of your week? Was it the Once grand good. final? Was it Wrestle Rock Press Conference or this? Oh, no, the Wrestle Rock Press Conference was what? 100%. Uh, yeah, and the AFL Grand Final was great as well. No, this is okay. I mean, but there, you're right, there is a difference. At the AFL Grand Final, I talked to 100,000 people. Yeah. On yeah, this program, I talked to 100... Most of them aren't listening. People. Like nah. most, of, most of the people <laughs> who've got down like this, they're not listening. Yeah. Yeah, they're not here for us. They're here for our guests, Tony. Well, let's get straight to them. Well, I'm here for us. Yeah. Let's get straight to our guest. I've got an incident question Would you. Would shut up so I can get the bloody guest on? It's good to check in on this guy and see how he's going. He's been one of my favourite. Yeah, he's been returning guest. Yeah, he's been out of the host. Uh, is there any chance I could get a chance to actually? No, no. No, oh, Tyson Baxter. Hello, <laughs> gentlemen. What well, pleasure as always. How are we? You can answer now. I'm not. Can I? Thank yeah. you. Uh, excellent. Thank you, Tyson. I was going to say that uh, you've been out of wrestling nearly. Is it nearly a year or on a year? Uh, nearly a year. So December will be the one year mark that I've been out, unfortunately. How's the rehab going? Uh, it's going quite well. Um, very different to the first Rico, which is both a good and a bad thing. Um, bit of a blessing in disguise, if you ask me. Um, I'm seven months into the re- recovery now, so hopefully only another like three to six to go, and I should be all square, and hopefully that's the last time I have to do this shit. Um, have you I can say shit, right? Yeah, you can say fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um. How, have you approached your rehab differently this time, um, having the experience of the first one? 
Oh, definitely. Um, I think the first time around, I was just too eager to get back into everything. And I didn't really know the magnitude of what I'd suffered from the first time. Um, in, if you guys recall a few years ago on social media, I was back training after about eight weeks post-surgery, yeah, we which looking back at it now is definitely not the thing to be doing. Um, so I've definitely taken my precaution this time around. Um, I'm currently back training at the MCW Academy now, but I didn't go back until about five and a half to six months post-surgery. I wanted to make sure I took this one extra serious. Um, but yeah, ha having done one knee before definitely does open your eyes and really helps you with your second knee. Now, uh, JXT is about to go in and, and get his knee operated on. Um, has he been in touch with you? Have you reached out to him with some advice or anything like that? Is that something that you're planning on doing? Um, he actually did reach out to me before he announced the, um, the injury publicly. So he messaged me um, a couple months ago. And he's asking me, hey, do you have his, um, are you free for a call? And I'm just like, JXT never calls me. Something must be going on. Because <laughs> um, um, I originally knew that he's, um, his first diagnosis for his knee was, I think, MCL. Yeah. And when he asked to call, I was like, you've done something bad to your knee, haven't you? Um, and he's just been um, asking me like a buttload of questions, not, not in a bad way, of course, um, just trying to get more of an insight as to what the, not only the recovery and the rehab process, but also like what the mental challenges are before, during, and I guess after surgery as well. Um, and I'm always happy to help him as well. Um, I think he said he goes in in November. So all the best to him as well. It's like, I wouldn't wish this sort of injury upon anybody. Um, so I know he's going to come out of it like heaps stronger. He just got to, he just has to be patient. Um, one thing like for listeners who, are wrestling fans and they haven't been in the business um talk about that wrestling brotherhood where whatever happens to you there's someone else in australian wrestling who's been through it and you can reach out to and everyone's willing to sort of help each other talk about how, how helpful that can be when you're going through a crap time well you put it perfectly well g it's a brotherhood um on the outside people may think that there's two guys wrestling each other and they legitimately hate each other or even if people can see through that they think that there's some kind of like heat or beef with the boys backstage but in reality everybody wants everybody to succeed and you don't want to see anybody go down with such a serious injury an injury nonetheless but such a serious injury that puts him out for up to a year and also like impacts your personal life too so the more people can rally around us when we go down the better um i've had that network before and like the wrestling community is unlike any other community i've been uh, been a part of before the support is absolutely endless and i know the support's going to be endless for jxt as well where did you get your support from uh a bit of on the turnbuckle boys <laughs> good time. um very fortunate to have a gofundme started um during my first knee Rico um, and the Australian wrestling community rallied behind that like a house on fire. And I could not mm -hmm. thank them enough from the bottom of my heart. Um, and also in my personal life too, my family, my, um, my, one of my personal friends, they really helped me through the tough times. And talk us through the, the mental side of it coming on a, getting that diagnosis the second time, obviously that's probably the lowest you, you're going to be. You know, knowing what you've got ahead of you with the rehab and the slow process that it is. How, how are you feeling mentally now compared to when you first got the diagnosis the second time? Oh, leaps and bounds ahead of where I first was. Um, even knowing back when I actually did the injury, something didn't feel right in the match at MCW. And I thought to myself, I think I've done the other knee. Um, and there was a moment of panic where I rolled to the outside. Um, Owen, Digital Beard, he was talking to me. He's like, you all right? I'm like, I don't think I can like continue. He ends up running to Jay Andrews, who's behind the curtain. And he says, just do what you can. Do not push yourself whatsoever. At about one or two minutes of panic standing on the apron, thinking, oh, my God, this is going to be my last match. Like, I think I'm going to retire after this. You can see it in your eyes. Yeah, um, but then once I composed myself and knew what I was and wasn't physically capable of doing for the match, I just like, all right, cool, I can get through this, then I can worry about it afterwards. 
As soon as I walk past the curtain, I just absolutely break down. I go into shock. I have a panic attack. Mm. And I knew like from that point, as optimistic as I was trying to be, as optimistic as the, the, not the ER team, what are they called? The paramedics. As optimistic as they were trying to be for me, I knew what I'd done. Um, the first time I did my knee a few years ago, I it was a complete shock to the system when I got told that it was an ACL I was going to be out for a year. This time around, knowing what I was in store for, at least, kind of softened the blow a little bit. But looking at my like my outlook on it now, um, it's character building. It's I reckon I definitely think it's character building. It really with such a long recovery uh, and a road to being cleared, it really tests your mentality and your drive to actually get to that finish line because it's such a long and treacherous road. The the testing of the mentality, I'm sure, is tough during the road to recovery. I'm sure it's just as tough, if not tougher, after recovery for the fact that all of a sudden you start to think to yourself, am I able to make this move? Am I able to do this move? Can I jump off the top rope? Is that going to affect me? I'm sure there's going to be a fair bit of that for the first few months that you're wrestling again. Oh, it was a, it was definitely prevalent for like the first year after I yeah. did the first injury. Um, your body subconsciously, when you do injure, injure yourself to that magnitude, your body will subconsciously start to put a bit more weight and a bit more load on the opposite side to kind of unintentionally take some load off and you may or may not even realize it, but that's what's the leading cause of um, re-injury of the opposite side of the knee actually comes from. Um, and there was uh, something I never really like tried to think about. Like I did change my style up after the first Rico just to try to limit my, because I was trying to phase out of the high flying aspect at that point and try to go for more of a ground and striking based offense, um, which kind of came naturally with the injury anyway. Um, but now I got to try to not be super cautious in terms of a re-injury, which is kind of a good thing because, um, my physio has even noticed during the rehab of my right side of my body, my left knee is as strong as it's ever been right now. And it's definitely prevalent with the, um, the rehab that I'm doing now. So I've got a much more optimistic outlook going into this return, uh, knowing that I don't think I'm going to have any issues with the left knee moving forward but I just got to be cautious and take it one step at a time. Yeah. It's almost like your knees now are going to be stronger than they weren't actually. So you've got to believe that your doctor's done the right thing. And on the bright side, I mean, you started using that knee brace as a weapon. Now you're going to have two weapons. I do. Um, I actually, it's very hard to find a knee brace like that on the public market um, because they are molded to different sides of your body. So I couldn't go and wear the left knee brace on my right side because it'd be uncomfortable as shit. Um, fortunately, I found one. Um, they're very, very, very expensive retail. So I managed to find a secondhand one online, which will do just the trick. Um, and yes, I plan on using it in more ways than one, if you know what I mean. So if you're coming to the ring in double knee braced up, Tony's got spare jorts that you can use. Tyson, <laughs> yeah. Stone Cold Tyson. You yeah. know, and he limited... You know, just uh, walk and brawl. It got stone cold. He had a match earlier this year doing the same thing. He did. He's good to go. He did. <laughs> Change your style up. Oh, give me a hell yeah. <laughs> now, can we talk about um, your uh, last couple of days being a de facto Geelong supporter? Yep. Um, and winning a premiership. How does that feel, mate? <clears throat> um, as an emotional support, Geelong supporter... Um, even just being, because I actually went to the grand final and it was arguably once in a lifetime experience. Um, well, for an Essendon supporter, a, it would be. Being an Essendon supporter, I'm <laughs> very rare to be able to go to finals, let alone see a winning one. Um, not being a member as well, even if the by some miracle Essendon do make a premiership, uh, make a premiership, make a grand final again in my lifetime, it's going to be incredibly hard as such a big club to get a ticket to the grand final. So having the opportunity to go on Saturday um, will quite literally be a once in a lifetime opportunity. So I soaked it all in for all of its atmosphere. One of the best atmospheres I've ever been in terms of live sport. And it was nice to see uh, Geelong get up, especially for Rachel as well. Yeah. Um, to be able to live vicariously through someone that you love, it's, um, it's actually 
it's the next best thing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. How many times have you sung the song in the last three days? <laughs> oh, more and- times than I care to count. <laughs> How many times have you watched the replay? Uh, I've watched, I think, half of the replay. <laughs> I can't say the same for Danders. <laughs> I've got to ask you the, the uh, performance of the uh, ground announcer at the MCG. You were impressed? <laughs> yeah, he was all right. Uh-huh. I heard that no, no, no right. false alarm fire. Tony actually did everything that he was supposed to do quite professionally on the weekend. Nah, he rises. As opposed to when he's on our podcast. <laughs> he rises to the occasion. He's a big game player. So Just in case you weren't aware. Robbie Williams is on fire on Saturday. He, I'm, not, I'm not a Robbie Williams fan. Like He's not my cup of tea personally. He was very good. He was, he, very, he was good. very good. And, and I think he was smart too. Like singing the John Farnham song. Um, yeah, you just played to the crowd, and he knows how to work a stadium as well. I also don't think that the halftime entertainment was that bad. Oh, yeah, I know, like, got a lot of hate. like that was pretty good. Was I that, think it was just in comparison to the opening act. Yeah, and maybe you know people go, "Oh, I don't know who this is." Well, who gives a shit? You know, most Listen, of the people at the grand final. Yeah, well, obviously, there's not a lot of uh, 16 year old and under at an AFL grand final. They can't afford a ticket. And maybe the Collingwood to... scarf had something to do with it as well. I would have liked to have seen G Trap play the drums with her. G Flip. G Flip, sorry, G Trap. G Flip play the drums with her uh, KFC drumsticks. With their KFC drumsticks, yes. That would have been good. Yeah. I thought it was good. I, And it's going to look even better next year at a 440 start. That's going to be a late start. Um, <laughs> So, Tyson, you mentioned that you're back in training. I heard rumours that you've started taking your first couple of bumps. What was that like? Oh, um, I don't know who you've heard these rumours from, but they are true. <laughs> um, it was definitely a shock to the body. It's something I definitely have to – I'm still relearning how to do it. Um, when I first got cleared, I, th- I thought, yep, cool, I'm just going to obviously take it a bit easy. Maybe I can do the elementary movements, like your rolls and your bumps. And my physio is like, bumps, no, not allowed to yet. So it was all just rolls and movement from there because of the the explosive movement that comes from the legs and the hips that it's involved in bumping. And you get someone else to throw you. That's even worse. <laughs> Higher risk of re-injury. Um, but I was cleared to bump at my own discretion uh, about two weeks ago. And doing it for the first time at the academy, I think it was a week and a half ago, was as soon as I took that bump, I hadn't bumped in nine months prior to that. It just, it was a moment of just letting it soak in and just being like, I'm almost there. This is kind of like a back to reality kind of thing. But then once there were multiple bumps repeated, repeatedly, uh, it definitely took its toll on my body. I almost have to, running the ropes was the same as well. I kind of have to recallus my body into feeling it. So when I actually am back to wrestling most weekends, my body is not going to be the same. That's for sure. Mm. And do you, do you have a a goal date in mind? Is it is it this side of Christmas? Next side of in the early New Year? Um, I am trying to be a bit optimistic. I don't think I'm going to get an early return like I did last time. Um, last time was seven months, and I'm at seven months now. But even if I was um so my surgeon has said that i am structurally good to go so long as myself and my physio both agree to the the clearance as well but right now i don't even feel comfortable um wrestling a match yet so i'm going to take the all the extra time that i can possibly muster um i am aiming to be on this side of christmas pushing november december but the more recovery time the better and i'll just kind of play it as it lies I don't think I'm speaking out of school, but I feel like Melbourne wrestling has actually missed you for the last 12 months because of what you bring in the role that you play. Um, There aren't a lot of people who play that heel role and actually enjoy getting the booze, in my opinion. And and you do. Um, So I I feel like you've been missed and I'm really looking forward to when you get to do it again as a friend as well as, as a wrestling fan. That's a big compliment, Welchie. Thank you. Especially for the fact that that kind of heel work and that sort of character was something that I'd only be doing for a few months prior to the injury. Um, so it's nice to see that something that was finally starting to get the ball rolling was already having such a big impact and doing so well. Um, and obviously, if the injury didn't happen at the time that it did, um, momentum wouldn't have been halted and I could have just continuously taken further. But 
like the first injury was, this has been a chance to really start to put together a bit more of the psychological aspects of my character together. Um, and it definitely gives me more of an outlook as to how I can further that and kind of evolve with the scene as well. Does it evolve you as a wrestling trainer as well? Because the things you're thinking about for your own performance, you can talk about to trainees. Oh, absolutely. It doesn't matter what experience level you are in wrestling. You're constantly learning new things and you're constantly growing because the business is constantly changing and you need to kind of take a page from Triple H's book, Adapt or Perish. Um, and you just got to like wrestling's not going to wait for you. You have to keep up with it. The surely you're going to take a cane into the ring in your first couple of matches, aren't you? Just a... and the Undertaker or just cane? No, no, a cane. A cane. Oh. Yeah, like a Mount oh, like Everest. A, like um, Mount... Mis- like Mr. Fuji's cane. Yeah, just to help you balance yourself and stuff. I, I would have thought that would be the perfect thing for someone of Tyson's uh heel. You need the cane when he gets back in. There. I got knee braces for a reason. Yeah, he uses the knee braces. And I, I don't think the doctors will clear him, Tony, if he has to get a cane to the ring. Yeah. You're very, you're very difficult to get that one. Like I yeah, know the referees miss a lot, but very <laughs> yeah. difficult yeah, to get a cane past them. Be pretty no, it's prescription. That. I need a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> it's a prescription. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen some of the rest referees. Um, well, that yeah. <laughs> some There's might. a couple that, that would miss it, in my opinion. <laughs> um, so you. You haven't uh, gone missing on the wrestling scene. You've been at some shows. Who who have you uh, seen coming through during your time off that you wouldn't mind mixing it Even up the in the ring? That too. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, when you do step decide to step back in the ring. Oh, my wish list is a mile long. I'll tell you what. Um, somebody I've been meaning to get, I wouldn't exactly say he's up and coming. He's already arrived. Somebody I've been wanting to step in the ring with ever since he came to the country, he kind of gives it away. Emin the Kid or Emin Asman now, um, he has been absolutely running roughshod all over Melbourne wrestling. And he's had a um, he's had a big year. He's had a very big year. I'm very look very much looking forward to getting in the ring with him. Um, the Academy is always pumping out some very hot prospects. Um, guys like Tony Villani, Anth Cava, Skylar Cruz, they're constantly getting better as the months go on. Um, even some new faces like um, Harlow and Blake Malik from the MCW Academy, they've got some big futures ahead of them. And I'm, we would very much like to step in the ring with them. Um, and of course, if you guys have um, take notes of what's been happening at Death Match Down Under, um, Edward Dusk has a big receipt coming his way and I can't wait to get to him. You know who I'd like to see you wrestle? Robbie <laughs> Thorpe. Is that because of the knee versus knee? Oh, no, no, it's yeah. nothing to do with the knee versus knee. It's more the differences in styles and the way he's a grappler and the way you like to, you're getting more into striking and grappling. I just feel like there's a story to be told. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Robbie Thorpe as well. I'd absolutely love to step in the ring with him. Battle of the handsome motherfuckers as well. Like, it would oh. be good. Everybody wins. <laughs> I didn't think you were going down a sinister path there. I'm an arsehole, but not to Tyson. No, that's fair <laughs> enough. Then. I like Tyson. I just don't like you. No, that's a, it's not. You don't just not like me. It's a long list of people you don't like. Yeah, um, Tony's on it. T- yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be here all night if we list it. Uh, Has anyone checked Emmons' visa? Is it? What? Is he still okay? Well, He's still Peter, a student, isn't he? Shut up, Peter Dutton. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where are you going with this, Tony? No, no, I just want to make sure that he doesn't just... He's fine. Okay, good. He's oh, this podcast got really xenophobic out of nowhere. He needs to stay, I'll marry him. Okay. <laughs> um, during your time off, what what uh, what wrestling you've been uh, watching? Um, you know, tape study and, and things like that. Um, I've been trying to keep up to date as much as possible with um, the new progress wrestling on the network. Um, just seeing what the... UK is starting to put out. They've got a lot of hidden gems and talent over there. Um, the network's also allowed me to watch a lot more. Um, I've been going back and watching the old Evolve shows from 2010, just to see what indie wrestling was like 15 years ago, uh, before I even knew indie wrestling was a thing. Um, and that's very eye-opening how far indie wrestling has come, especially with like the big names that you see now in like WWE and AEW, how, how they started. Like like a young John Moxley, young homicide. Yeah. It's crazy to see where they were to where they are now. Um, 
And that's pretty much it. I haven't been watching a lot of wrestling at the moment, to be honest. But of course, your subscription of the Australian Wrestling Network has kept you up to date with everything happening in the Australian scene. Uh, cheap plug. Yeah. <laughs> Contractually obliged. Yeah. <laughs> you need to ask the question. <laughs> Mate, it's been great hearing from you and hearing that everything is going so well in the recovery process. Uh, and it's good. We did speak to JXT last night about well, his upcoming so we surgery. We JXT like 10 minutes ago, didn't we? Like when yeah. Goes to- yeah. Yes, so it's like, <laughs> time flies, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, we'll say we we no, we can't even say we pre-recorded this because no, we post-recorded this yep, straight after. Correct, but it was good to hear that he had sought the advice of yeah. Um, well, that's when Tyson's name came. Tyson. Out. That's how we knew yeah. the second bump. Yeah, <laughs> ah, of course. What one Not one enough. last question before we let Tyson go, Tony? Mm-hmm. Uh, James Heard coming back to the Bombers? Yes or no? Oh, in a coaching role specifically as yeah. as the senior coach. It's the only way he'd come back. Oh, I don't think it is. Okay, I'm so probably going to have to say no to that one. Oh. I'm being honest. Ooh, so sensible Bombers fan. That's a good one. Sensi- as, a, as a CEO, would you have him back? Oh, I don't even know if I'd have him back as a CEO. I think he's better suited to that role. But um, he's, he is a businessman. Look, he's so. not going yeah, to yeah. get the job, so it doesn't matter. But um, hopefully they get it right for you soon. I hope so too. I'm, I'm sick of the mediocrity. They're, they're doing a proper process, it looks like. So. I'd go back to Kevin Sheedy. He's the last oh, coach to have success at the club. Barely, yeah. Barely had to go for Carlton when they went went and got Mick Mouldhouse. No, You got Dick Reynolds' corpse for all I care. <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't worry, yeah, mate. Adema Uze, he'll be, he'll be fine, mate. He'll be Uze fine, or mate. Scott, I'll be happy with either. Uze. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you in a ring, hopefully in the next couple of months. All, always a pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. Cheers, mate. Tyson Baxter joining us here on the Turnbuckle. Welcome to Intermission. Yeah, Intermission. Two of the program. Loving to catch up with Tyson. Good to hear that he's doing well. Yeah, like um, Tyson's a. As I said, he's been missed. Yeah. Well, we're yeah. all big fans of big mm. fans of Tyson, and you can tell he's got a level head on his shoulders. He doesn't want James Hurd uh, back at Essendon as a in a coaching role or a CEO role. So he's a smart kid, and yeah, hopefully gets a good run with a bit of luck with injuries. Um, you know, both ACLs will be stronger than ever coming back and. Don't throw your jorts out yet, Tony. No, 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 I won't. Uh, now, a little bit earlier on, we were at the Wrestle Rock press conference. You were? Where were you? I, I didn't get an invite. That's a lie. No, uh, you, no? it was explicitly asked that Lyle not be there. Oh, really? Is that because I may have brought foot and mouth disease? No, they just you probably would have asked um, questions that went longer than the press conference was meant to go. Yeah, that's fair. He does the Andy Mark. Mm, yeah, yeah. Make it about me. Uh, yeah. how, how how was the uh, press conference for Wrestle Rock guys? Got some amazing answers from uh, Lockie Hendricks. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, most people would have already. I mean, the press conference was live not that long. Yes, ago. correct. Yeah, they would have seen. So go to Wrestle Rock social medias and watch that. Um, Lockie gave us absolutely nothing. Even I was disappointed. Like nothing. Lockie, pretty good friends. Yeah. Um, we've shared. A lot of great moments together, and he wouldn't even look at me. No, no don't worry. Even look at I, me. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. He's give, changed. We no. wouldn't give him anything now, Tony. He's but what changed. he did to us so a couple of weeks ago. Oh, the no, old look, I'm, bait fine and with, switch. I'm fine with the bait and switch. It's, he, he's not. I know he's not the lover boy you thought he was. He's not the lover boy I thought he was. Maybe he's not the you lover know that boy. That guy who's just like gets angry and pissed off and. Yeah, boisterous, yeah. But you, you know, he's a bit of Batista. He walks alone. 
But you know what surprised me about him? When he sat no, he here, piece, when he sat here piece. in our podcast studios here in Melbourne, and he spoke about his love of wrestling and his love of fans, all that sort of stuff. If you saw him an hour or two ago when we were at the press conference, he looks like he could not give an absolute shit about wrestling. I'll tell you what, I still haven't quite recovered from the press conference. Um, Gore and Cracker Jack. Gore. Gore nearly killed me. Gore frightens the hell out of me. He comes and oh. tries to attack me all the time. So, while she and I are sitting there, and Gore and Cracker Jack, well, you absolutely. Seen. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen it. Oh, they cracked oh, the... What I want to know, two grown men here, how do you let another couple of grown men sit on your lap and not do anything? I feel I would have I would have been there and I would have done something about it. Have you it. seen Gore and Cracker Jack? No, I probably wouldn't have done yeah. anything about it, to no, be honest. Well, I got out of there as quickly as I could. He did. He ran. the smart thing to do. He's got a habit of that, and Tony. And I faced, I faced oh, you adversity did, yeah, yeah. when Gore kicked. I'm going to be honest. Tony was... You know the um, fight or flight. Yeah. You know there's actually a third option of freeze. Yeah. That was that was me. Was scared oh, no. Stiff. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Move. He, he didn't want to move. He had a bit of a. Got to feel a bit sick in his stomach. But uh, that's actually, that's on brand for a while. She'd run away from conversation. Had an erection from having Cracker Jack sitting on his lap. He's got a human. He's got a bony bum. It's an upper body business, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you know, good for Walshie. Self preservation. Yeah. It's his. He knows. It's his bread and butter. Well, you know, I may I may have done it before. Like every time I've interviewed someone and has got a bit willing, I get out of there. Yeah. So no baseball bats made you. Cracker run away. Jack had no right to gyrate on my lap, though. That was that was the disturbing. He's part. only human. Tony. We were putting money in his pants while he was doing it. So <laughs> the work is going to work. Yeah, that's true. Good point. <laughs> uh, well, let's get in. Man, we, we, I want to. We actually we spoke. Well, we did. To JXT before the press conference. Okay. Yep. Um, which we'll play for you now. Yep, here it is, JXT before the press conference. Had a bit to say. Oh, well, she's always great to catch up with uh, JXT, isn't it? One of my favourites, definitely, the J-Stick. But we're here for the Wrestle Rock press conference, media scrum. You're here with Rig, the amount Rushmore of Wrestle Rock. How are you feeling? Well, first off, when we're talking about Wrestle Rock, remember, I am Mr. Wrestle Rock himself the leader of the most illustrious team in professional wrestling history. Matt Hayter, the Big Rig Fox, and of course the J-Stick, JXT. We are the amount Rushmore of Wrestle Rock. And yes, you are lucky to be grazed. Oh, can we start again? We oh, grazed. I fucked it. We can start from you are lucky too, if you want to pick it up from yeah, there. You can edit that. And of course you are lucky too. And you are lucky to be graced with my presence tonight, here on On The Interbuckle. No, we are. We always are, JXT. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I'll tell you what, the, the the teaming of yourself, Rig and Hader has just turned into a, an elusive, exclusive, not elusive, exclusive group of wrestlers. There's a reason that we've, we've come together as we are. You can't just be anyone and all of a sudden be put on the amount Rushmore of Wrestle Rock. This has been years. Like, the amount of work I've done for Wrestle Rock. I carry this company on my back. In the back of my head, there are stitches. You know why? Because that scar is from the roof of the corner hotel. I have bled. I have poured sweat and tears, just like the Big Rig, just like Matt Hayter. In the corner hotel, we have built it up to a place that everyone wants to come to on a Friday night. And that's why we are bigger than Wrestle Rock and we have created this fortress. Where do you think Wrestle Rock would be without you? Um, you know, I think they'd probably be like every other wrestling promotion that doesn't have JXT. They'd be looking for a quick fix, you know, some local reality TV star, some, you know, radio celebrity that's not really a celebrity. You know, not like you, Shebex, they're a real big dog. Appreciate that. But so, they so. would be looking for things like that to try and replace what they don't have without the amount Rushmore. Yeah, that was exactly right. And there's there's no doubting that you are the, the J curve has sort of like it's taken that J ad, hasn't it? And it's just going straight up now. Sounds like it's going up like the J stick. Bing! You never did physics? Not well. Hmm, okay. No, the J stick's one of the hottest things around at the moment. Yeah, and you know, you think with everything I've gone through, you know. Injury after injury, setback after setback, nothing can hold me down. Not even being blacklisted from a promotion can hold me down. Do you know what you're doing at Wrestle Rock? Do you know who, who's stepping up to the plate to face the Amount Rushmore? Do you have a match planned? It doesn't matter because when 
Mr. Wrestle Rock enters the building. The Wrestle Rock fans in the Corner Hotel, they love that. They yearn for it. That's what they come to the Corner Hotel to see. They want to see Mr. Wrestle Rock JXT. They want to see the amount Rushmore. So whether we're having a match, whether we're having a drink, or whether we're just having fun, it's not going to matter what we do on the show because we're going to be there giving the fans what they want. Well, we're looking forward to the press conference and um, good luck with whatever you've got planned. Oh, it'll be special. Don't you worry about that. Now, as you can hear, he was pretty confident. And he was at that point. After being confronted by Cracker Jack and Gore and Matt Hayter's unfortunate bite on the behind, um, this is this was this was JXT. Well, well, she, I'm absolutely I'm, gobsmacked I don't and know shocked. What's going on? Look, oh, here's JXT. J- can you believe what those bastards? I shouldn't call them that because they like that shit. That's that's what these sick, these sick fucks. They like that shit. They like being called bastards. And you know what else? They like biting ass. I love biting ass too, but not my opponents. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, not that type of ass, no. Well, how? I want to know what's the condition of Matt Hayter. Do we know? He has a very sore ass, a bruised ass, a cut ass. Gore's teeth were sunken into the fucking juicy cheeks of Matt Hayter, and we will make sure at Wrestle Rock, at the Fortress, the Corner Hotel, that the amount Rushmore is built, we will make sure that Gore gets his for biting Matt Hayter's ass tonight. He's left now, and he's yeah, gone looking geez, for Gore. I'm, I'm absolutely shocked. I can't believe what I just witnessed. It's, it's this not is going to be a ripper of a match. It's not often you see a man bite another man's ass, Tony. Um, well, not without having to pay for movies. No, you have to pay extra for that. Well, we'll see if we can get hold of Matt Ada and see what he's got to say. Yeah, good luck to him. Definitely a different demeanour. Do you notice he was talking a lot tougher than he was when Gore and Crackerjack were in front of him? Uh, it was quite funny how, and you would have seen it if you watched the press conference, at how Rig and JXT just gave Matt Hader up. They gave him up pretty easily. Absolutely gave him up. I hope, Matt, I hope Matt Hader didn't see any of that because <laughs> it's not going to bode well for a threesome. With for the Amount Rushmore. I mean for a tag team, yeah? Yeah. yeah a trio. Yeah. A trio. Amount Rushmore. Amount Rushmore. Threesome is a different thing. You have to pay extra for that. Yeah, you do. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Um, the amount Rushmore shirts, though, are pretty good. So oh. I'm probably going to, if JXT will allow me to, I'm probably going to buy one. Yep. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm definitely going to get one. He's going to get on the website it. now, as well, he instructed me. Yes, I might do that too, so I don't miss out like I did with the Lockie Hendricks. Uh, to be fair, fair, Tony, you didn't miss out. Why would you want to put money you in that bloke? No, I would have burnt it by now. Yeah, that's what I mean. And he would have got your money, so he wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, he wouldn't so have cared, would he? Yeah. I don't think he's capable of being happy. That's... Where I'm at with Loverboy at the moment, yeah. Lockie Hendricks is not capable mm. of being happy. A couple of debutants in AEW this week. There was one. 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 Your page. Yep. Soraya. That's all right. Soraya. It's the same person. It's the same from Page from WWE. Going by her, uh, her real name. I'm glad you're always across all this stuff, Tony. It makes our <laughs> lives a lot easier. The preparation <laughs> that you do for this podcast, putting this run sheet together yourself. Yep. Um, yep. Organizing not, all the guests. Yeah. And and then forgetting. The best part is you, when you put the run sheet together, you put it that coded, you don't know how to read no, your own run sheet. That's brilliant. I mean, it, it makes for good audio. No, it was it was good. Got an amazing pop. It was a pretty well-kept secret. No one, you know, there wasn't even any hints about it. Um, she's been added to the roster page, so... But apparently not cleared quite yet, but... Severe neck injuries uh, along the way. Risky, uh, I think, and... She was in trouble on social media today as well. So, or at least on on Tuesday, I believe she was in trouble on social media. Better half. It was not so not not so better half. Um, yeah. So I I think it's a good signing, whether she can be in the ring or not. Um, you know, she's good on the microphone. If she can bring more eyes and raise the AEW's women division, which I feel it's lacking something. Um, depth, yeah, depth. Really obviously, um, you know, they just continually have to go back to Brit. Um, yeah, I makes me nervous seeing in a ring, hmm. but hey, but I was nervous Ed, seeing Edge back Ed, in the ring, and so. now, now you don't worry about it. Um, so you know, you, but I will say one thing Edge, 
Edge's injury came, we were told Edge had an injury. Yeah. We saw Paige's injury in front of us, Soraya's injury. Yeah. We saw her not able to move. We saw mm. partial paralysis yeah. for a few minutes. So understandably, you're a little bit more nervous about that, yeah, but you trust the doctors and you trust yeah. that she's going to be cleared before she wrestles and you trust that AEW are going to do the right thing. Well, that's probably why she's not fully cleared yet. Maybe they want to, yeah. you know, yep, sign her, you know, do the right thing yep. and then get her working. Know, how many, how many doctors and no one you know, things after? No, no, of course. So, um, but you know, she was in the ring saying it was her house. She looks fired like up. Looks like like she she wants wrestle. to get in the ring. So, you know, fingers crossed everything goes well. Yeah. Now, I apologize. The next thing on the, uh, Script obviously was for my football podcast, Buddy Rumors. So I'll go to AEW talent wanting to leave. <laughs> well, they go together. Yeah. Is is Buddy? No, he's going to. Well, he oh, Buddy, Buddy Murphy. Yeah, Buddy, ah, Buddy Matthews. Gotcha. Not Buddy, Buddy Franklin. Um, yeah, sort of a, a weird one. Um, you know, he did a indie over the weekend and he was a bit cryptic in his promo and he was going away for a bit. And, you know, people have read that as he's asked for his release, which... Turns out a few people may have, but haven't, because now Alistair Black has said on socials earlier that he's not. He's not either. So, you know, maybe they're tiptoeing, you know, too close to that work shoot line. And, you know, well, there's no such thing as too close to it. No, no, but they're work shooting themselves and then they're well, getting upset. They work melts. They're getting, shoot. yeah, they're getting upset at themselves. Has TK lost to... control of this company? Is it not his company no, anymore? I mean, well, he lost control of it a few weeks ago. But, mm. Um, but that's what I mean. Has he, has, from what we saw a couple of weeks ago at that press conference, has he not got control of this company 100%? I think this is a line in the sand moment for him where oh, he has to grab the reins back. Yeah, uh, but if, if Buddy and Alistair Black are working in and the rumours got to Meltzer and Tony Khan didn't deny it to the point where the wrestling, inverted commas, media have been reporting it as fact that he's released. Tony Khan's made that happen, and he's probably made that happen deliberately. So I don't think that this is a sign of him losing control, I hope. Um, I think it's him working the sheets, and most of the AW fan base are reading the sheets. So it makes sense to work the sheets for that company more than it does for the other company. Well, yeah, he's a big sheet reader anyway, and he's a Meltzer fan. So if he, he would know where he could work and what angles... He could work, but you know, Alice is taking a bit of time off. Um, you know, he's probably coming to chase Mitch Waterman. Well, yeah, he's got to cash in the ballroom brawl, so he needs a bit of time off with some family as well. Yep, come down under, relax, mm. good time, you know. Yeah, why not? We're only speculating, we know nothing, but um, it would be a good time. Hmm. Speculation, good. footy's over. I'm tipping no one in America sings about. Calum supporter, so footy's always over by September. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking no one in America's. Talking about his cash, him cashing in his ball, ballroom brawl. No, they should really? be. Right, they're, they're on, it was on Fight TV. You get that in America. America. Oh, oh, good point, in yeah. the PWI. That's like, good speculation. Maybe, like, yeah. And I think he was rated a bit low for my life, for my tastes. Yeah. Mitch Waterman has turned into... Like, he's looking more and more like a champion and a, and a, um, a star every time I see him. PWA Coliseum entrance. Who's been announced? Well, they uh, Adam Annette, Brooks, Adam Brooks, oh, yeah, good. Uh, Charlie Evans, wow, Robbie Jess, Eagles, Robbie Eagles, Jess Troy. This is a man, this is a gladiatorial list. A, a, good. AJ Istria, and the last one got Tommy Knight. Yeah, that, that, the tag team champions from MCW, yeah. both in the tournament. Oh, that should be interesting as well. And the tournament being in Melbourne, yeah, right, Tommy, is, uh, not Tucker Knight, your favorite, Tony. No, I love Tommy Tucker. Knight, yeah. yeah. Um, and look, uh, tickets are still on sale. Uh, two nights in Melbourne, October seventh and eighth. I um, said they're not. And I've I've got tickets for the eighth. I'm still. I, I probably need to get tickets for the seventh. Yeah, hmm. the double header. That's good, Tony. Hey, something else is on the eighth as well, but you can't get tickets for it because it's sold out. And I'm assuming that Pax Day Two is only sold out because I will be there. That's a good assumption. Yeah. Why? Can't argue that. I'm on at yeah. three o'clock. Come down. I mean, there's other people. Well, there, if you haven't got a ticket, there's no the use. main one. Oh, sneak in. You can sneak in. Get in the packs. Yeah. 
Hmm. People have made a living sneaking in everywhere. I mean, yeah. Drunk Uncle B snuck into the Geelong change rooms after the. Oh, he did. Yeah. That was a good video that he released. Um, yeah. yeah. He was there yeah. singing the song with him. It was good. We should talk to him next week. He'd be a good person to get on. I, I think people thought he was Billy Bradless with hair. No, he was lined up behind Billy. Oh, we're not going to give away secrets. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's smart, though. I'll see if we can talk to him. We, we would have to record that very early in the morning. because, Or do we want Drunk Uncle B? Oh, Beach? Drunk Uncle B. Oh, yeah, we'll yeah. we, can, we can have both. We'll do two interviews. We'll do one with MCW commentator Lindsay Howarth. And yeah. then we'll do a second interview with Drunk Uncle B. Right. Double header. Oh, Jeez. See if I can make that. Has anyone ever seen him in the same do, room together? Can we do the drunk Uncle Beach first and then watch him sober up in the uh, announcer? It's not the same person. Oh. No, have you ever, I've guess. never seen them in the same room together. No, you're right. Brothers. Hmm. Yeah. And just touching on PWA, uh, Shin, yes. Shingo is coming at the end of uh, October as well. Jingo. It's Shingo. Shingo. Yeah, Jingo. Just touching Shingo. on PWA, friend of the show, Cherry Stevens. Yes. She uh, stole... Mick she earned his soul. One. Oh, she took his soul. No, he, uh, of his shoes. PWA soul. It's a title. Title. Soul of PWA title. So that she didn't take the championship his soul. belt. No, he's still alive. Yeah, Mark Moretti. Mick, what you, are you, you stupid. You, you, stupid. you took his soul by getting his name. How stupid can you be by getting his name? So you can get Mick Moretti's name wrong. <laughs> right? It was Marcus Cool's name that he got wrong. Shout out to Marcus Cool. Yeah, we know um, he's listening. Uh, it's good to see, like, Cherry Stevens, I think, uh, big future. We've mentioned it the last few weeks in a row. So yeah. to see them put that title on her is really exciting. Ahead of their trip to Melbourne, it means that we're likely to see more Cherry Stevens on the card, and that's not going to be a bad thing. No, uh, not a bad thing at and all. And a couple of weeks after coming on the turnbuckle as well. Mm. That's what that, we do. That, that we, is... drop a rack, we strap a rocket to people's backs. And can I just mention... That it was great to see, even though he seems to be acting like a bit of a turd lately. Ricky South back. Um, Ricky South's gone south. Yeah, but after his injury, it's fantastic to see him back, even if it is pole driving Cherry Stevens after she wins the title. Mm. Um, just the the fact that we're seeing Ricky South back um, in wrestling is amazing because that was a serious injury and. Um, mm. But I was really happy to see that. Yep, nice. It warmed my cold, cold, dead heart. You yeah. think you think he might come down to Melbourne as well? Well, is he allowed? Geez, to it'll be like Christmas in October for us. Oh, if we get everyone from PWA down, be good. Hmm. Uh, anything else we need to say about the Wrestle Rock press conference? Oh, we've covered that off pretty much, haven't we? Yeah. If you haven't seen it, check it out. The socials. Yeah, get the replay. Exactly. Well, watch it because uh, <sighs> you'll be able. You, it's definitely worth watching. And like Wrestle Rock tickets are on sale, twenty eighth yeah. of October. It's a Halloween show. They're going to have, I think there's a prizes. Dress. Yeah, prizes. Big prizes. Tony. Big prizes. That's right. Big prizes. Well, like, you you got to win a DVD. Yeah, and t- double tickets. Oh, no, I mean, the, the DVDs. They're antiques these days. Yeah. Double tickets to that show. No, to the next show. Oh, to the next show. Yeah, Sorry. Sure. That'd be awkward and you've already paid for your ticket and you get two more. T- well, you collect those items. Yeah. Can, can, I, can I just say that um, the ability to attend a WrestleRock press conference and see Chris Fresh in action. He's a, he's a man that thinks with his mind. Well, most people think with their mind. <laughs> uh, Tony thinks Tony with his, does, thinks with his <laughs> ass. Um, but like, it, it's actually a privilege to I had a teacher say to me once that if I had a shit before an exam, I'd fail. Yeah. The, worst... <laughs> the worst part is goes like, my brains. That was a teacher he's working with now, like at the school. <laughs> Tony had just clocked on. <laughs> <laughs> he's handing the exams out. <laughs> he was moderating that exam. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a he's a very clever man. He knows like he can you can see that he can see it and then yes. he'll tell people what he wants and it's um, yeah. It was a it was pleasure brilliant. to be there. Thank you uh, to WrestleRock for allowing have, us to be a part of that press as conference. As the humble one of the group, I have messaged them thanking them for having us there. Tony, I have no one's numbers. So neither do I. I use social media like a normal human being. Oh, okay. I do have people's numbers. I, I got to check my um, social media. Candice LeRae returns to the ring. Do you know who that is, Tony? No, absolutely no idea. I thought I'd just put it on the run sheet and see how that floated. 
and made her raw debut. She did as well. That's awesome. That, that's good. Especially like it's fantastic to see how far it, 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 it's crap that it's taken this long. But to see women able to take a time off, have a baby, and then come back and wrestle at the top level, um, at least it's some progress. Yeah. Well, they did it with Ronda Rousey early, but you know, obviously she's not just a just a wrestler. It's obviously there's a celebrity name there. Yeah. So but yeah, it Candace hasn't been on the main roster. No. Comes back and that's where she should be. Um hopefully this will pave the way for Indy Hartwell to get called up. Yeah, they work well together. Fingers really crossed. Well. Upcoming shows around Australia. Nothing on Thursday, Friday. Well, there though. Isn't usually anyone on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Facebook well, Thursday there, put nothing underneath. I just leave it there. Tomorrow night though, Friday the thirtieth of September, STW Rise of the Warriors. Oh, let me do that properly. STW Rise of the Warriors. At Vision Studios on, in Read Perth. Properly. Don't give it again. Saturday, first of October, QWA Townsville Classic at the Central State School, and PWA LFG tour Let's in. Let's fucking go. What? Let's, Let's fucking, fucking go, tour. go tour. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, in Southport, Queensland. Last week. Sunday, the 2nd of October, PWA, another show while they're in Brisbane, uh, the, at the Grains Festival. Nothing from DCW? No, no, none at all. Dubbo Championship Wrestling? Yes, that's it. if you want to call it that, you can't. Uh, they were the other media group there last night. <laughs> oh, today. So last night, I keep saying last night, it was today. Right. Of course, just a couple of hours ago. It's happened so quickly. It's a long day, Tony. Hey, uh, that's it. Thanks, boys. No, Great show. Uh, catch well, you next week. Was, Thank you for joining us. Last, huh? couple of, last show without Lyle well, was obviously... It's good to have can, you back, buddy. Can we just do one favour when... I'm uh, busting to go for a piss. Can you do it without well, me? Well, normally you just walk out mid-interview and everything. Well, right we'll now. wrap it up. Can you guys get uh, lesser replacements when I'm away there's next no time? That, I can honestly tell you, you tried? that there's no such thing. Oh. Like, I could spit off a building and whoever I hit would be better than you. Yeah, that's... Are you getting guys better than you? It seems like you're... That's not, sure. that's impossible. No, you're getting professionals. All right, sign us off, Tony. I can hear you. You got your microphone in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs>